Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm your host, Kurt Chamberlain, along with your co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain. And we're here in central Illinois on a gloriously sunny morning on April the 16th, 2022. Oh. Yeah, that's an easy date for me. You know, I don't, sometimes I screw the dates up. Yeah. But this is an easy one for me to remember because remember this. because it happens to be my younger sister's birthday today, and we thought that uh, that we would we would give Kelly a shout out uh, and a happy birthday wish this morning from your your dear old dad and your brother. Yeah. We love you and we miss you. And we hope you have a wonderful day, sis. Happy birthday to you. Yeah, well, we weren't going to sing that, remember? Oh, yeah. Well, we didn't. I just did. Yeah. I'm sorry. Happy birthday, kid. Dad says happy birthday, sis. Yeah. We yeah. love you. We really do. And by the way, we've been in 42 foreign countries and 47 states of the Union and probably a thousand or more cities, and now they all know it's your birthday. <laughs> uh, but, but you notice, Kelly, you were listening. We didn't tell them how old you are. That's right. Yeah. We won't do that. We won't. No, we know better than that. Yeah, we do know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, happy birthday, sis. I love you. We do love you. And uh, we are also not just excited because it's your birthday but also because we get to uh we get to do some more study of god's word we're still going to be in romans one um we are still in the of god series pastor dick has been doing uh but before we get to that we have kind of another exciting announcement to, to make uh we have created a new website on a brand new platform called on podium and uh, our website is uh, and you might want to copy this down uh, because we're getting ready to tell you about some new things and some 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 new offers that we have uh, some new availabilities for communication on this particular website that you'll want to know about so the website is the dash Christian dash underground dot on podium dot com. Again, the dash Christian dash underground dot on podium dot com. Now, when you get to that website, You'll see a great big microphone staring you in the face, and our and our <laughs> and our website logo and our uh, podcast logo, uh, and uh, you'll be able to be in direct contact with us through that site. Um, we will be able to offer you a free subscription to our podcast, so anytime we do a new one and publish it. It will be sent automatically to whatever listening device you're listening on. Uh, if it's your phone or maybe it's your PC, uh, a link will be sent automatically once we publish the newest episode. 
So if you if you if hurry now, you can get on that website right now, subscribe right now, and by the time we're done with this episode today, the link will be sent directly to your phone. <coughs> Excuse me, you won't even have to to look for it. Excuse me there, but uh, uh, we're we're excited about it, and we also have a comment section where you can uh, give us ideas for programming. Uh, you can tell us how how wonderful you think that the uh, the podcast is, or you can offer criticisms. Even we don't, you know, we're we're going to look at it all, and uh, we we appreciate any kind of feedback we we get. So, uh, get on that website today. Look around at what we're offering. We're going to be adding more to it uh, as time goes by. But we thought we'd offer you a fresh platform and a way to communicate with us directly. So with that being announced, uh, oh, and I need to make one more announcement. announcement. Uh, I was in contact with our 7 p.m. teacher tonight, Lucas Doremus. And uh, just so our listeners know, Lucas has requested the weekend off. So we will not have a 7 p.m. podcast tonight with Lucas. uh, But we will be resuming that next Saturday. So... Uh, we apologize for anybody that was expecting, uh, but you know, life happens and, and it is a holiday uh, yeah. and, and an important one. And uh, I think that's the reason for uh, his weekend off and, and he needs that with his family. So uh, we support that. Um, and so, by the way, before we get into today's Bible study, uh, we do want to wish you a happy Easter. Uh, tomorrow is resurrection sunday yes and uh it is one of the most important christian uh, observances of the, i don't want to say holiday because that has a kind of a secular pagan meaning we celebrate the resurrection every day we do we we yeah, celebrate absolutely. it every day so what we we more closely observe it uh, uh tomorrow and it, it is important for a number of reasons, some of which we may even be talking about today during our study in the righteousness of God. So uh, with that being said, get your pens and pencils out, get your note-taking notepads or whatever you're using to take notes, get your Bible, and get ready for some wonderful Bible instruction. Turn to Romans chapter 1, that's where we'll start. From Pastor Dick, Pastor Dick has the floor. All right. Good morning. Um, I, I got to thinking, Curtis. Um, people might want to know what we what we are really. Okay. What we are? Yeah. Are you are you guys Baptists or Presbyterians <laughs> or or Episcopalians or I, I'm and I mispronounced that on purpose. Or Roman Catholics. What what are you guys? And we'll just tell you this: we are not legalists. We are not liberals. We are literalists. Yes. Do I lean towards Baptist doctrine? Yes. Did I get saved in the Baptist church? No. no. Got saved in a great Presbyterian church that's still in existence, that's still preaching the word of God. So, having said that, we... We don't, uh, we don't judge. That's one thing we don't do. We no. don't judge. We leave that up to God. And matter of fact, one of the of gods in this series is called the judgment. The 
judgment of God. Of God. So we're not legalists. We're not liberals. We're literalists. Here's what the word of God says, and that's how we're going to continue to do it. Yep. And we thank you for listening to us and for putting up with some of our awful humor. Um, well, <laughs> Kurt's humor is awful. I, is, I, do, yeah, I do pretty good with it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you credit. All right. Credit's due. So we're in a series uh, in which we're, uh, we're, we're teaching on the, the of God's of the book of the of Romans chapter one, 12 times in Romans chapter one, you see the prepositional phrase of God. And if we, and if we teach each individual mention of God, we think, and I, I think let's, I think Curtis will agree with me. You're going to get a pretty good study of the doctrine of theology. Who is God? What, what, what is he like? What's his character? Totally. What does he do? Totally agree. Yeah. And so that's why we're doing this series. We've already talked about uh, the gospel of God, the son of God, uh, the beloved of God, the power of God. We've done those four. Uh, we're going to skip over the will of God for this time because we did it. Uh, a, a study on the will of God way back in November 17th. 2020. Yep. So if you want to get our, our study on the will of God, you want to, uh, you, you, you can, can reference that on our new website. We have yep. every episode of the 250 plus that we've done. And, matter, and as a matter of fact, on our new website. Yeah. And so the will of God we did on November 17th, 2020, been some time ago before I started this series on of God. So um, the next of God uh, that we're going to talk about is the righteousness of God. Now, I'm going to hasten to say that probably, probably uh, anybody who's a good preacher of the word of God and who loves the word of God and loves God uh, could spend forever on that particular uh, of God, the righteousness of God. We're not going to take that long, but we're going to start with Romans chapter one. Romans chapter one. Uh, have your Bibles ready. Uh, verse 17. What? Um, but I want to always read. Want to read verses that surround the particular verse I'm pointing to. And in verse 14 of chapter one of Romans, uh, uh, Paul said, "I am a debtor." He says, "I owe this. I am a debtor, both to the Greeks and to the barbarians, both to the wise and to the unwise." So as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God and the salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. So you see in verses, verses 15 and 16, you have some of God's. And then we get to verse 17. Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel in verse 16. Then he says, for therein, in what? In the gospel, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. And so God's righteousness has been revealed from faith to faith. 
Men have always known something about the righteousness of God. However, let me hasten to say, men are not righteous in and of themselves. I take you to Romans chapter 3, please. Um, Verse 23. Well, see, you're getting ahead of me again. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's what I get for raising you that way. Anyway, uh, he says, uh, he says in this uh, from from Romans chapter three verse seven starts out for the truth of God hath more abounded through my lie, unto His glory. Yet am I also judged as a sinner, and not rather as we, as we be slanderously reported, and as some affirm that we say, let us do evil that good may come, whose damnation is just. You know, you don't do evil so that good can, so that you can know the difference. Just do good and you won't have to worry about the difference. What then, Paul says, are we better than they? No, in no wise. For we have before proved both Jews and Gentiles that they are all under sin. What? Yep. That's right. As it is written, oh boy, and it is written in the scriptures. It is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. Where is that written? Psalm chapter 14, you can see it, for the first couple of verses. He says, there is none righteous, no, not one. There's none that understand it. There's none that seek it. They're all gone out of the way. They are together become unprofitable. There is none that doeth good. <coughs> Pardon me. No, not one. Yeah. If you if you uh, uh, look down uh, to verse 23, it says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. What? All have sinned? Yeah. Um, the Bible says, and I'm not going to turn you to these scriptures. I'm just going to quote them. It says, For as in Adam all die, yeah. even so in Christ shall all men be made alive. So it says, uh, and, and Romans chapter 6, uh, verse 23 says this, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So what does that do to you? <clears throat> it says this, Romans 3.23, we've read it. For all have sinned and can short of the glory of God. That's you. That's me. That's everybody that draws a breath. I stopped being righteous the moment the doctor slapped my, my bare baby butt and I cried and drew the first breath. Grandpa told me when that when you were born, the doctor didn't slap you. He slapped you. Yeah. <laughs> My dad had a sense of humor. I will tell you that. So uh, there's and and there is none righteous. Uh, no, not one. But can you be righteous? Yes, and we're going to tell you how. Yeah. And we're going to tell you how by talking about the righteousness of God. The Old Testament talks a lot about the righteousness of God. Psalm chapter 23. Ooh. Yeah. That's, that's, everybody knows Psalm 23. Yeah, everybody that's been to Sunday school for any length of time at all yeah. or lives in a Christian family, uh, you're all supposed to memorize Psalm chapter 23. Yeah. It seems like it's everybody's favorite. So, and it's one of mine. And it says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. 
He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. I love it. He restoreth my soul. Folks, you're not righteous if you're not saved. That's right. God restores your soul because you're shepherd. He restoreth my soul. Then it says, he leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And once you get saved, folks, the Lord becomes your shepherd and he leads you into the paths of righteousness if you want to go there and follow the shepherd. But so many of us stray. All we like sheep have gone astray, the Bible says. We have turned everyone to his own way. And God hath laid on him. Mm -hmm. Isaiah 53.6. Isaiah 53.6. There's not much better thing to look at. Look also at, uh, oh, let's see. Let's look also at Psalm uh, 111, verse 3, Curtis. Psalm 111, verse 3. Curtis turns to these chapters with me. By the way, he keeps me straightened out. Sometimes I I get a little bit wild on some of these things and get off base. Praise, uh, uh, it says here, praise ye the Lord, verse 1, in Psalm 111, I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright in, in the congregation. The works of the Lord are great. So, the works of the Lord are are great, sought out all of them that have pleasure therein. His work is honorable and glorious, and his righteousness endureth forever. His righteousness endureth forever. God, from uh, from eternity past through eternity future, is righteous all the time. Look at Psalm 112. Psalm 112, verse 3, it says here, Wealth and riches shall be in his house. It means talking about uh, blessed is the man that feareth the Lord. It says wealth and riches shall be in his house and his righteousness endureth forever. Because God's God's, uh, righteousness endureth forever. Then so will yours. You can't lose your salvation uh, at all. Uh, Look at verse 9. He says he he hath, that is God, um, he hath dispersed he hath given to the poor his righteousness endureth forever his horns shall be exalted with honor the wicked shall see it and so forth and so god's righteousness and which he imputes to you and we'll and we'll tell you in just a minute how he does that how you can get god's righteousness but it's imputed to you and his righteousness will endure forever and so will yours even though you're still sinners yep that's right Oh, I, I just love this. I just love this doctrine. And so let's, let's go back to uh, Romans then. Uh, and we've already read, I think, um, let, let's look at Romans chapter 3, verse 5. It says, but if our unrighteousness commend the righteousness of God, what shall we say? Is God unrighteous who taketh vengeance? I speak as a man. What he was saying is, um, does God need our unrighteousness to prove and exalt his own righteousness? No, because he's already altogether forever righteous. 
Psalm 3, verse 5. So look at, I mean, Romans chapter 3, verse 5. Look at, let's look at Romans chapter 4, verse 6. And, and, and this is where I, this is where I, uh, what I love. Um, how in the world can we have the righteousness of God? Romans chapter 4, verse 3. For what saith the scripture? Wow. I, th I think I think that's that's the banner under which we teach, isn't that correct? It, it is exactly the banner under which we teach. For what saith the scripture, and it says, Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Believer, did you get the message? You might want to type this one out and put it on your letterhead or something. What says the scriptures? Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him for righteousness. It says that also in the book of Galatians. But let's continue here. Uh, reading in Romans chapter 4, verse, uh, verse 4. Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. In other words, you can't get saved. You don't get righteous by works. Your works are righteous after you get saved. That's right. There's not. It says, "But to him that worketh not, uh, not worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness." Verse six. Even as David also described the blessed of the man, blessedness of the man, to unto whom God imputeth righteousness without works. Mm -hmm. Just think about that. Um, and, and, and let's continue reading in verse 7, Romans 4, saying, blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven. See, that's, that's where the, your righteousness comes in because it's imputed to you the moment you believe God. And he says, whose... Uh, whose iniquities are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. Cometh this blessedness then upon the circumcision only? In other words, they're saying uh, to, the, to the Gentiles only or, or the, to, the, uh, to the Jews only and not upon the uncircumcision also. And he's talking about the Gentiles. He says, for we say that faith was reckoned to Abraham for righteousness. Abraham was the very first Jew. Did you know that? He wasn't, he didn't become a complete Jew until uh, he was circumcised. But before he was circumcised, he believed God and it was imputed to him for righteousness. Galatians chapter, I think it's chapter 4, verse 30, says the same thing. Now, and, and so let's turn to, okay, let, let's, get to, let's get to the crux of the matter, Curtis. Um, and I know you're thinking, is he ever going to get there? Second Peter chapter, <laughs> Second Peter chapter 2. Wow. Now here's Peter. I, I love to read Peter's writing, first and second Peter. Peter was something else. He denied Christ three times. 
he disputed with Christ over his over his uh, crucifixion. He doubted Christ when he was walking on the water. And, and uh, but here's Peter, uh, and God gave him a lot of grace. Uh, by the way, the word grace in First Peter is very prominent word. But in Second Peter, let's look at chapter five. Excuse me. Second Peter. Excuse me. I've I've got I've misread my notes. Uh, no, don't don't turn to say. You can't turn to Second Peter chapter five because there isn't any Second Peter chapter five. Okay, but uh, okay, let's continue. Um, it says. Um, uh, um, It says in Romans chapter, let's go to, let's go to uh, Romans chapter five, Romans chapter five, pardon the silence there. Sometimes I have trouble, trouble reading my own notes. Romans chapter five, verse, oh, let's go down to verse 18. Well, we start reading if there's 17 of chapter five, it says, for if by one, if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, and we've already talked about it, as in Adam all die. He was the first one to sin. He was the first one that became righteous too. For if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one uh, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by one offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so by righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men into justification of life. And so righteousness then is imputed to everybody who believed. Bible clearly says that. Uh, did I read uh, verse 21? Chapter 5? Yeah. No, not yet. Okay. Let's read verse 19. We'll pick up the text. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Well, who was that one who became obedient? That was Jesus Christ being obedient to the will of his Father, God. To die. That's right. To be crucified. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound. In other words, why did the law come? To show you what your sins were. That's right. It didn't save. It nope. says, but where sin abounded, grace much more abounded. That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto we learn unto righteousness. Excuse me. So might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. So how do we get righteous, Curtis? By believing. By believing in Jesus God. Christ. That's exactly right. It, it makes it, I mean, it's just so obvious. Look at Romans chapter 6. Romans chapter 6. Likewise, 
reckon ye also yourselves to be dead this unto is, sin. This is verse 11. Verse 11, yep. Yep, thanks for pointing that out. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin. Folks, all of sin to come short of the glory of God. Romans chapter 3, 3 says that very plainly, son. And uh, and Romans six twenty three very plainly says the wages of sin is death. Uh, if you if you don't believe God, you're not righteous. If you believe God, then you have His righteousness. Yeah. So uh, likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Savior. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey it in the lust thereof. What? Can we do that? Every day. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. God. That's the way we're supposed to behave. Look at Romans chapter 9. Romans chapter 9. We're drawing to a close of, of this episode. Romans chapter 9 verse 30. And we'll close this episode with this. It says, and what shall we say then? That the Gentiles which followed not after righteous, righteousness have attained to righteousness, even the righteousness which is of faith? Yes. That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to have righteousness, and the only way we get that is by believing God, by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And then, folks, you can be righteous.